This is episode 416, How to Find Inspiration When You Just Feel Like You Don't Have Any, with Joe. Welcome to Over It and On With It. I'm your host, Christine Hassler, and for over a decade, I've been a life coach, speaker, and author. Each week, you'll hear me work directly with a caller as I coach them through a goal they want to accomplish or an obstacle they may be facing. I'll provide a blend of practical and spiritual advice as well as tangible actions you can apply to your own life. Now, let's get on with the episode. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the show. As a reminder, every Wednesday, I air an unscripted, unedited, unproduced coaching session where you hear a raw, vulnerable coaching session between me and usually someone I don't know at all. And every Saturday, I air something called Coach's Corner where either I come and talk. If you missed last week's on What's the Point, I highly recommend go back and have a listen to that. And just this this week, my own personal coach came on and talked about the nervous system both of those were really great episodes. Be sure to go back and listen to those. And today, of course, is a great episode. I think every episode is great because <laughs> I love doing this show so much. And we talk about several things, but the essence of today's conversation is about what really blocks inspiration and the ways that we try to motivate ourselves that really aren't the healthiest. We also talk a bit about coaching in this episode. Joe is a coach building her business. And I want to let you know that Elementum, the coaching institute that I co-founded and run, is closing its doors September 1st. That's right around the corner. So if you want to join us, this is your last chance to get it. If you get your application in like right now, <laughs> we could extend it a little bit and get you in. Um, but this is it. This is the last call for the 2023, 2024 class. So if you are a coach, an aspiring coach, if you want to grow, you not only your coaching practice, but really your embodiment and your toolkit and your capacity, then Elementum is the place to do that. As you're listening to this episode, consider, are you feeling a lack of inspiration? Do you feel like you really had a setback during the pandemic and you haven't been able to come back from it? Do you want to feel like you're making impact and like you matter and what you're doing in the world matters? And are you someone that really, really benefits from connection with other people? You're maybe naturally more of an extrovert and you find that you're just not connecting enough with people. So keep these questions in mind as you listen to my coaching call with Joe. Joe, welcome to the show. How can I help? Hello. I'm so happy to be here. I wanted to talk to you about a situation that I'm in and I'm just finding a bit tricky. So two years ago, I gave up my teaching job and moved back in with my parents so I could build my business and write a novel. And mm. I'm still still here, still at my parents' house. And in the meantime, I was, I had a writing for wellbeing business. And then I also trained us to be a coach and I finished my novel. Congratulations. That's a big deal. (laughs) Thank you. Mm -hmm. And I think, I think this is one of the things I really struggle with, like actually congratulating myself or like honoring where I'm at. And I find like at the moment that I'm really proud of where where I've come to and I really love coaching people and I have gorgeous clients and I'm really struggling with the reality of spending so much time by myself and I feel like the reality of what I do a lot of it is sitting in a room on my own Mm -hmm. and 
that's not what I want for my life. Mm. Um, what do you want? I want to feel like there's variety and connection and really excited and just around lots of different people. Mm. Um, yeah. And I want to feel like I'm doing something meaningful and I do feel that in the moment and then I lose it a bit when I'm in the other parts. <laughs> what are the <laughs> other parts? Sense. Yeah. So like the marketing and the thinking about what to do next. Mm -hmm. And I get really overwhelmed with where to stop. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and I think I compare myself to other people and look at what they have. And I'm like, I don't have that. Can I have that? Um, and I do have a vision for this like beautiful life and it just feels quite far away. And I want to have grace with myself and not miss the present moment because I'm focused on what's not here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if you could sum this up in a question, what would it be? I really hear you. I just want to see if I can get to the heart of your question. Yeah. Sure. My question would be, how do I find motivation and inspiration in the here and now? Okay. Yeah. Well, welcome to being human, <laughs> which, I, which I know <laughs> is so inspiring. <laughs> so, so much of it depends on our wiring. So much of mm. it depends on our protective patterning, our trauma, um, yeah. ev everything, what we model, what was modeled for us. So it's not a one size fits all answer. And mm. it also is part of the spell we're put under as humans that we're supposed to do amazing things with our life. And really the purpose of our life is just to remember that we're love. You know, somebody could be very, very satisfied just you know, being in life and paying attention to their breath and putting their feet in the grass and all that kind of stuff. When we think that it should be different or there should be something external that is satisfying us. That's sort of the trap we all fall into. Now that said, I really hear everything you're saying. And it's like, if mm -hmm. I'm going to be a human being on this planet, I want to enjoy my life and I want to feel connected. And I want to feel like all the gifts that are inside of me are expressing. So mm -hmm. it's, it's knowing that it's not the point of life, but that it's a preference in how we want to live our life. Does that dis distinction make sense? It does. It yeah. absolutely does. Yeah. Because yeah. when we're not living into it, we think we're doing something wrong and we think we're off purpose. Mm -hmm. And that makes us feel like a big old fat failure. But yeah. when we can yeah. go, actually, I'm not doing anything wrong. I am living into my purpose in life because I'm learning and I'm growing and I'm healing and I'm raising my consciousness and I'm, I'm, I'm here. Mm -hmm. Like I'm, I'm, I'm on the planet. I decided to incarnate yeah. and I have a preference for how I'd like some mm. things to change. Do you see how it takes out the whole I'm failing thing? Yeah, it does. And it, but it's also making me realize how much I'm putting that on myself, mm -hmm. that, that I am telling myself that I'm failing. Right. Yeah. Right. Which is the sneaky way you're trying to motivate yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what we tend to do is we tend to try to motivate ourselves by being mm. hard on ourselves. 
and by looking at what's wrong and looking at all the changes we need to make. And if we make ourselves miserable enough, then maybe we'll be motivated to make a change. And that Mm. is the strategy so many of us use. And unfortunately it doesn't work or it only works for short term. And Mm. it's a really good way to make sure the inner critic is running the show and to burn ourselves out. Yeah, I can see that for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So coming back to your question, what do you want to feel inspired about? I want to feel inspired by life. Um, people and nature and newness. Mm-hmm. I think I have a, a real need for newness. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, if we look at the word inspiration, it's really an mm-hmm. internal thing. Yeah. It's like the spirit inside mm-hmm. moving us. So mm-hmm. if you're looking for something outside of yourself to inspire you, then you're back to that same loop. So yeah, it's like, yeah, (laughs) I could see that. I want to ask you a question and and don't overthink the question. I just want you to answer Mm -hmm. whatever comes to mind when I ask you, do you let life in? I think that that feels really emotional. Mm -hmm. Um, to an extent, I think, yeah. Um, what feels emotional about it? I feel like, um, the pandemic really changed things for me mm-hmm. where I was living on my own and, um, it just felt really scary to let things in. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I can see that that has had an impact on me maybe, mm-hmm. And before that, I do think that I was a lot more just open. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Anything else mm. you want to say about that? I think it's the same feeling, you know, like being in a room on my own. Mm-hmm. I think it, that's the feeling that I have now. And I'm like, why have I done this to myself? Mm-hmm. You, that's it. Yeah. Well, because you're trying to protect yourself. So what felt scary to you during the pandemic? Um, all of it. (laughs) Um, just the, the not knowing the, like not being able to connect with anybody. Um, the, the worry that if I tried to like see a friend that I would compromise their values or I would make them sick. Um, Mm -hmm. So it felt like a really scary thing. Mm -hmm. And even when I would walk my dog, you know, I'd have to make sure that I stayed away and she would stay away from them. I think my nervous system is still a little bit there sometimes. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that the pandemic did a number on many people. And as a society, Mm -hmm. I don't think we've recovered from it. I've noticed everybody Mm. just seems a bit more agitated and retracted and less kind. Mm. Yeah. And I shouldn't say everybody. That's a very huge generalization, but I've definitely noticed a shift. And Mm. I think that the less kind is just because people have been traumatized in a lot of ways and isolated and we're not meant to live in isolation. It's very, very Mm. depressing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And to feel cut off 
these are big things. So I think that there's some things for you to work through in terms Mm. of really choosing how you want to live your life. Because in so many ways with the pandemic, the choice got taken or it felt like it got taken, Mm. you know? Yeah. And Mm -hmm. who knows, we may be up for another round and who knows what's coming. And I think all of us, whether it's a pandemic or something else, how do we respond to an expectation hangover? You know, how do Mm. we respond to things when it feels like we don't have choice? What can we choose? So if you still feel a little stuck or a little trapped in this moment, what I want to ask you is, what choices do you have? Well, I have made a choice um, because I can really see that working at home isn't isn't healthy for me. Mm-hmm. So I have just signed a lease on an office. Great. Which, yeah, that feels really exciting. Um, and it's in a creative building. Great. So there's so going to be other people. Yeah, there'll be other people there. Yeah. Beautiful. That's great. That's great. You know, is there a common area or are you going to be isolated in your office? Well, I think that's what I'm worried about is that I'll just be (laughs) just like taking what I have here and putting it there. But I think there is a common area. And also, I am quite an outgoing person. I do love talking to people and I know that that I can do that and Mm -hmm. I can put myself out there again. Mm -hmm. And I think maybe I just haven't done that as much as I could yeah 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 because part of when we lack inspiration and motivation sometimes at the root of this and I'm not giving you any diagnosis I'm just using a word that sums up a feeling and an energetic that we can get into sometimes Mm -hmm. it can feel like we're in a bit of a depression and do you feel that way ever just like yeah I really do and I um lived with quite severe depression for quite a long time. So Mm -hmm. I think that feeling scares me a bit too. I think I have that association where I'm like, oh, this isn't right. And then I start to question everything and I'm like, why am I here? Right, right. Yeah. Well, questioning everything is going to make you panic Mm. and make you think something's Mm. wrong. But but going, okay, I've been here before. Mm. I know the orange flags before the red Mm. ones even show up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What helped you last time? support yeah 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 that's what I'm feeling most for you especially Mm. if you're a naturally outgoing or extroverted person you Mm. need people you need people you need connection you need interaction and not your parents you know they count they're part of it but it's (laughs) it's like you need that you thrive on that what's your novel about yeah it's about when I was six months old, it's very interesting in terms of inner child. My um, granny was diagnosed with terminal cancer and my granddad didn't tell her. And it's a, it's inspired by that story. Mm. Mm. Yeah. What happened? Um, well, she, she died without knowing that she was dying. And um, that story has just always haunted me. Mm. How did it haunt so, you? Well, I felt it really in my body. Um, yeah and just the, the feeling of what it must have been like what do you, you think know, for it was ev- like for everyone um, 
painful. Mm -hmm. Unthinkable, you you know? Did she really struggle and suffer? I just know that it was very quick. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's what I know about it. Why did your grandfather, do you know why your grandfather chose not to tell her? No. And I guess that's what I was trying to work out in the writing of it. How old were you when you found out about this? Probably, I'd say a teenager. I didn't know about it when I was little. But you remember her dying? No, I don't remember it. I just Mm -hmm. had a feeling when I heard the story. Okay. So you weren't close to her? No, no. I was only only six months old when she died. Oh, six months. Sorry. In my Mm -hmm. head, that was six years. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. And what do you think drew you to tell this story? I wanted to explore how sometimes there's there's no right choice. Oh, that's how it feels to me that people make the choices they make. And I wanted to look at the systems that were in place that enabled that to happen to her and to my granddad, to both of them. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting that... You're looking at systems that were in place that enabled that. And then we talked to how you felt in the pandemic and systems that were in place that enabled that. Mm, yeah. And I've just come out of a system being a teacher. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So there's a real longing for freedom here and transparency and truth, it seems. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How are you with anger? I think I want to say that I accept anger more. I used to push it down a lot, mm-hmm. but I still have judgment about feeling angry. I felt I really angry yesterday, <laughs> and I was and I thought I shouldn't feel this way, you know, and mm-hmm. that's not helpful. Right, and telling yourself mm-hmm. you shouldn't feel a certain way isn't helpful, because mm-hmm. what what I got in terms of like why you're not feeling the inspiration, motivation, passion. Mm. and why you are feeling this depression and why you might have been severely depressed before is because there could be a real freedom fighter in you. And mm. a real, And I'm not saying freedom fighters are full of rage. <laughs> what I mean by that is um, when I say freedom fighters, they fight um, oppression and unfairness and coercion and all those kind of shadowy things, mm. not, for them, not just for themselves, but for others. And it takes a certain degree of being pissed off about something in order to tap into that passion. And I'm not saying that you need now go be angry and pissed off at the world or systems or anything like that. But what I am saying is I do think there's some anger work to be done for yeah. you to tap into that fiery, pissed off part of you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. it's really hard to find inspiration when we're sitting on a whole wad of anger because it takes up so much energy in our system, so yeah. much energy in our system. I'm sure you've heard me talk about this on the podcast before, but I see yeah. it with women all the time. When women don't find their rage and their fire, they end mm-hmm. up feeling mm-hmm. like you're feeling now. Yeah. And I feel like there's something that's interesting about what you just said, where I think I've seen anger as something to get rid of right. rather than as something to be, be a positive influence almost like right. that is where the passion is. Right. Exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah. And can you see how actually you have to go back and listen to the recording, but your mm. whole tone just changed. Like more life force came in your body. Yeah. 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 Can you and, feel that? Yeah, I can. Mm -hmm. And one of the reasons that I started my business in the beginning is that I kind of discovered self-compassion after a really severe depressive episode and it kind of saved me. And kind I, of, then it I did. Got, it did, yeah, it did. <laughs> and um, I got then got so angry that we're all, all like, women are so, we're so critical in our self-talk and so much of that is taught to us. Um, yeah, and I feel like it shouldn't be that way. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I want you to tap into this part mm -hmm. of you more because yeah. often what inspires us is the stuff that makes us mad. And yeah. again, that doesn't mean we come out mm -hmm. with anger at people. We get yeah. the anger out. We move the anger and underneath it mm -hmm. is the fire and the passion. Yeah. Where there's, yeah. we just step into this feminine power of discernment and warrior woman. Mm. Yeah. Which is a beautiful place to be. Mm -hmm. And then you're, you're pulled forward by a calling by a mission versus yeah. looking for some external thing to motivate you. Yeah. That it comes from a deep desire. Yeah. So I think you've got, I love that you have the self-compassion. That's beautiful because we want to have mm -hmm. compassion with our anger. I love mm -hmm. that you have that beautiful, soft Quan Yin energy that just like mm -hmm. and compassion is not weak compassion is fierce too because it can hold from mm -hmm. anything and mm -hmm. let's open that up to your anger to your rage to your fierceness and find mm -hmm. that fire and start using your voice and you know doing the anger release work that I teach or that you know any kind yeah. you resonate with and yeah. finding that like letting letting go of you know years of suppression and holding things in and muting yourself and doing what the systems tell you to do. Mm, yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's like whenever I teach anger work at my retreat, um, I, I always tell women, especially women that are like, I'm not angry or I don't have that much to be angry about or my life was not that bad. I'm like, then, then, Imagine you're the voice for all the women that never got to do this. Yeah. Like imagine the voice for your grandmother who's mm -hmm. like, I deserve to know what was happening to me. Mm -hmm. You might've been trying to protect me. You might've had good intentions, but it's my body. I deserve to yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. That brings up quite a lot of emotion actually, mm -hmm. because that's the first thing I thought is how awful and that's my opinion <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> but it is yeah yeah that makes a lot of sense yeah I think stepping into that more would really really help me and also starting to use my voice I do feel that um I have quietened myself mm -hmm. and also and I think that over time that has made me a little bit shaky about what I want to say yep Yep. Yeah. 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 Because we don't, when we can't hold our own anger, we're mm. so afraid of anyone getting mad at us or hurt by us or whatever, because we don't have a comfort level with emotion. 
because I can hold my own anger, I'm a lot less scared of people being upset with me because yeah. the anger doesn't scare me. If our own emotions scare us, then we're not going to be able to handle the emotions of others or the judgments yeah. of others. Yeah, that makes complete sense. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So you've got some expressing mm. to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Uh, where I in do. the world are you? I'm in Scotland. Oh, I wish you were closer and could just pop over for my retreat because that would really help. But, you know, we have people from Europe come all the time. But if, <laughs> if you can't do that, then, you know, I don't know if you have expectation hangover or if you just go to christinehouse.com slash anger release, you can download mm -hmm. the process I use for it. It's also in my mastery course. So there's, there's lots, I'm, as you may know, because it sounds like you've listened to the show, very, yeah. very passionate about helping people do their emotional release work, especially women with anger, because it is an emotion that we hold inside and suppress that prevents yeah. us from stepping fully into our power. Yeah, that makes complete sense. See? It really makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it really makes a lot of sense. Affirmation uh, from the expressing baby in the background. <laughs> yeah. Oh, can you hear her? <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, right on cue. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Um, the, another thing, you know, that I, I do need to acknowledge is I'm coming into Elementum and I'm really excited. Oh, great. Oh, beautiful. Oh, that's perfect. Wonderful good for my connection and yes, 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 yes. yes yeah. the community is amazing so oh that makes me happy perfect yeah. yay <laughs> all right well this is a good start and then elementum will continue to support this amazing thank you so much thank you joe for sharing so much of your story and your family's story i loved the different directions that we went and how much came forward in this episode. And I also love, I want to read her novel. I mean, what, what a family pattern, what a lineage, what a, I don't know, thing for lack of a better word to know about your grandmother. And there's different ways we can look at it. We can go, wow, he was really trying to preserve the quality of her life so that she didn't have to worry uh, and we can also look at, that's her life, that's her body, she had a right to know, who did he think he was, that he could make that decision for her. I mean, there's all different ways that we can look at it. And why I'm bringing it up again in the closing here is because it impacted Joe enough that she wrote a novel about it. You're not going to write a novel about something that isn't impacting you in some way. So there's something really at her core about freedom and about choice. And then we connect that to how she felt during the pandemic about not having the choice, not being able to go and see people that she loved for fear of X, Y, Z. And I think a lot of you can relate to feeling that way during 2020 and 2021, even into some of 2022. What it comes down to is just this feeling of both oppression, of feeling like I don't have the freedom to do what I want to do, and also fear. Like, well, if I do do what I want to do, then bad things are going to happen. So that pattern and that fear might have even been there in Joe before COVID. And I just want to land that again. So consider, is there a part of you that really wants to be free? 
and a part of you that believes that if you do go and do what you want to do, bad things will happen. Bad things meaning people won't like you, people will judge you, you'll get hurt, you'll lose all your money, you'll get sick, whatever, fill in the bad things may happen. It could be many things that you imagine. And what is that going to do? It's going to keep you suppressed. It's going to keep you in your own internal jail. It's going to keep you in a place of not feeling like you can go and do what you want to do. And that's not going to leave you feeling very inspired. And the other thing we talked about, which is connected, is that repressed anger. And I see it over and over and over and over and over and over with women, which is why I'm so passionate about women's retreat. We are not great with our anger. It leaks out in certain ways, but we are not great at really tapping into our healthy rage and anger and getting it out in a healthy way. And that blocks us from a lot of our passion. And you heard when we started talking about it, Joe started to lighten, like come alive again. And it even resonated with her. That's when I know we're onto something is if what I'm saying, some emotion comes up or the person I'm coaching feels that resonance. And it's like, okay, like we're, we're onto something. We're on the same wavelength here. And she really started to, her voice, her tone, I, I couldn't see her in, in person. I'm just audio, but I imagine her body language shifted as well. She maybe sat up a little straighter, maybe relaxed her shoulders a little more. And that is right there is proof that this anger, this rage, this fire that she feels within her needs to be expressed because if it keeps being suppressed, she's going to keep feeling depressed. So whether you can come to my retreat or not, I encourage all of you, understand anger, understand your anger, and don't just understand it from a mental place. Get to know it, feel it. I know I wouldn't be as inspired as I am if I hadn't gotten at my rage. And I also know when I start to feel depressed, (laughs) there's probably some anger that needs to be expressed. Again, this is not about going and being angry at people. It's about getting your anger out in a healthy way. And of course, you can always download my brief explanation of doing that at christinehauser.com slash anger release. I also walk you through it in my personal mastery course. All right, everybody, that is the show for today. I'm sending you so much love and many blessings. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Over It Non With It. I love hearing from you. So please post your comments or questions at christinehasler.com slash podcast. That's also the place you can sign up to receive coaching from me in an upcoming episode. And if you love this show, please share it and subscribe on iTunes. You can find all my social media handles and sign up to be part of my community at christinehasler.com. Until next week, here's to getting over it and on with it. Much love and many blessings. Blessings.